North State Public Radio, I'm Ava Nora Grove with your headlines for Friday, February 23rd. Food programs across Butte County are seeing an increase in demand for their services. Oroville Hope Center Executive Director Joshua Jameson says cost of living is a large factor. Everything's so expensive. Prices have been going up, not only food, gas, rent, everything. And so to be able to access food at uh, no cost uh, represents a big win for a lot of people. The Oroville Hope Center provides fresh meals six days a week and can also refer people in need to their food pantry. The center partners with local grocery stores for much of its food. And Jameson says he's searching for more community partnerships to help keep their shelves stocked. You can hear more of our interview with Jameson coming up later in headlines. Stay tuned. For now, two juveniles have died after a hillside near the Shasta Dam collapsed. Authorities say they were responding to a report of rocks breaking away from the hillside yesterday morning, around 9 a.m. That's when they learned the two kids had been caught in the debris. The Shasta Dam was temporarily shut down while rescue efforts were attempted, but tragically, the two were found dead. The Shasta County Sheriff's Office didn't release any further details as the investigation continues. And the city of Oroville began negotiations with Butte County Behavioral Health to fund a sobering center as an alternative to housing intoxicated people in the county jail. NSPR's Ken Duvall has more. According to reporting by the Chico Enterprise Record, the facility would be located at Behavioral Health's Chico campus. It would operate at all hours and would be staffed by recovery specialists, health technicians, and a doctor. Officials with Butte County Behavioral Health told the paper the center would help break the cycle of incarceration and hospitalization. The alternative sobering center would cost the county $2 million a year and would be funded from money obtained in a 2021 opioid lawsuit settlement, with additional funds provided by the City of Chico and the City of Oroville. The Oroville City Council voted 6-2 on Tuesday to move forward with the negotiations. For NSPR News, I'm Kendall. Also in Oroville, the city is seeking public input on its proposal to build a new north-to-south pedestrian and bike corridor. It's also planning to make improvements on Table Mountain Boulevard and Washington Avenue. According to reporting by the Chico Enterprise Record, the public feedback would be used to shape Oroville's grant application for more than $15 million in funding for the project. The paper reports city impact fees would be used to pay the remainder of the costs. And finally, between the rising cost of living and cuts to state and federal food programs, more Butte County residents are turning to food pantries. They've seen more people accessing their services and have faced challenges sourcing food to distribute. The nonprofit Oroville Hope Center provides meal services and a food pantry in Oroville and a second pantry in Paradise. NSPR's Alex Stutson spoke with Executive Director Joshua Jameson about the centers and how they hope to keep their shelves stocked. Our main locations uh, that we operate from, uh, we have an office in downtown Orville. Uh, we have an outreach center and a warehouse, uh, same location. And then we also have a food, food distribution center in Paradise. Our primary emphasis is community outreach, which includes uh, food. Uh, we have a free clothing store in Orville. And again, we distribute food to the community individuals and families who are at at risk of homelessness. And then also we serve the homeless population with an emphasis in Orville. 
there have been a lot of other food services in Butte County who have reported seeing an increase in demand for their services recently. And I was yes. curious if that was something that you have uh, seen on your end at the Hope Center. Absolutely. And, and uh, folk, folks are hurting. We get lots of phone calls uh, for food. Uh, and uh, the interesting part of that is there are people who don't typically come into our center uh, and they're first time visitors. And so they'll call in asking about our food programs. And uh, there's been a significant uptick in uh, new people who we have started to serve. And what are some of the food items that are in particularly high demand recently? We pass out what uh, comes our way for the most part. Um, we have a, a, some several different organizations that we partner with that uh, create a stream of food that we source. Uh, it depends on their situation. Uh, some people are really looking for uh, you know, the produce, the meats, the dairy items, and we're able to facilitate that to a certain degree. We also provide snack items uh, for those who are unhoused. Uh, as uh, being able to take it with them and, and it being accessible without having to cook that item. Um, that, that's very uh, needed in our environment. And, and then we also get canned food, which offers extended shelf lives that, uh, especially people who are housed, uh, that comes in very handy for them as they don't have to eat it right away. Uh, I want to focus on Paradise specifically, the Paradise Hope Center. Their stores had been pretty much completely drained recently because of the demand up there. So I'm just curious if you could talk a little bit about kind of their operations and kind of how they've been <clears throat> handling this increase in demand. So there's there's been significant in de demand in Paradise, and, and yes, it has been increasing. Uh, we have struggled to keep up with it. Now, one of the things that is in the works and while... I can't disclose all the uh, parties involved. There's a significant interest within the faith community as well as uh, just the food bank community within Paradise to consolidate our efforts. Uh, so we're working on that so that we can be more effective and that we're not duplicating services and that we're making sure that effic we're efficiently getting food to the people who are in need. Meanwhile, we're in planning phases and uh, shaking hands and 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 uh, uh, endeavoring to make progress to that end. That was Oroville Hope Center Executive Director Joshua Jameson speaking with NSPR's Alex Stutson. And those are your headlines for Friday, February 23rd. Our theme song is Burrow and courtesy of Blue Dot Sessions. For more local and state news, head to our website, mynspr.org. For NSPR News, I'm Eva Norgrove.